move your big ass faster? Please? I'm trying! These roads aren't paved well! What did you think they were gonna be? There's fucking war! They haven't had time to pave the roads! Oh god, I know they took forever to even send our invitation in the mail! I was beginning to think we were being disinvited! Well, can you stop stressing me out on my big day, please? Please, oh please, please. All about you, all about you. It's my day! My nuts are bleeding! To be fair, to be fair, Chris, they're always bleeding. You love the whip. I do, I do love the whip. And I do, and I have been known to do a good nay nay too. Ooh, watch me, watch me. Ooh, 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 ooh. Do the stanky leg, babe. I'm doing the stanky leg. Do the stanky leg. Now whip, bop. Bop, 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 bop. I hated that guy. Silento? Oh, yeah, I hated it. Thought it was a joke at first. Didn't understand why it went viral. Funny thing, though, he's my nephew, technically. Really? Well, I mean, kinda. It's my sister-in-law's son. I didn't even know you had sister-in-law. Who, who's your, who's your sister, who's in-law to who? Why are you yelling at me, Chris? Because... Do you hate my nephew that much? Really? No, I'm now I'm more concerned about who you're married to. My sister? Oh, you're talking about the in-law part. Um, we'll talk about this later, Chris. I can't do this right now. I didn't think about what I said and I just revealed something. Oh my goodness, I'm so tired of these Easter eggs! Well, you're gonna be real tired of them coming up soon because big things are happening, from what I'm being told. They contacted you too? They contacted... They contacted you? I, they didn't... They told me we couldn't talk about it. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I mean, we're not supposed to... I mean, technically what we're doing is breaking the NDA, but we have spousal privilege. They can't make us testify against each other. True, true, yeah. Well, I mean... I don't think everybody should be able to hear it, but if they want to hear it, let them hear it. Sorry if I'm being non-committal. I think I'm gonna do it. Do it then, pussy. What do you mean? I'm not a pussy. Then fucking say what you're trying to say. Come on, cuck. <sighs> Come on, pussy boy. The people from Big Brother contacted you too, is what I'm asking. Yes, yes they did, and I'm going to win. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and, you, and you're fucking crazy if you think I'm forming an alliance with you. Oh no, 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 no. God damn it, no, we are not going to do any sort of pre-game alliance. That ruined Season 22 All-Stars! I, I just said we're not doing an alliance. I said you're crazy if you think I'm doing one with you. I'm actually doing an anti-alliance. I don't want to have anything to do with you in the show. You're too much of a hothead. You can't control it. You gotta be strategic, and you gotta, you know, play the game the way the game's meant to be played. You can't just brute it! Oh, okay, you watch me. I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna be a competition beast, you fucking bitch! You know how many, it's, there's like a piddly handful of women who have ever won the game. And why do you think that's going to stop me? What, how has being a woman ever affected Sister No, really? Tell me. Well, I'm, I Only positively affected me. You're right, it's gotten you to where you are today. You've harnessed the power of your vagina. Yeah, I'm a magical being. What can I say? I'm the matriarch of the entire world. If you say so, I think you've got a bit of a... An ego complex, a god complex, so to speak. Your giant fucking 22 foot, however big you are, cock. 
is telling me I have an ego problem. Now that's some real toxic masculinity, Red, really. Even for you. Whatever, I am just sick of having this toxic masculinity conversation with you. The island's named after me. I was here when it was fucking formed. Frankly, Big Red, I don't give a fuck about this island. The only reason I'm here is because I'm wanted in the rest of the world. And honest to God, they've probably forgot about it by now and I could go live a normal life. Then why don't you? Because you're so selfish and you feel like you need to live for fucking ever. How is that selfish? You get to live forever. I helped save your home. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have a home. Well, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. So maybe I need to keep you around so that you can do it again in the future. Why would I, why would I have to do that? Are you just gonna let your home and my home go after all the years and someone comes and tries to take it again? Chris, I can't think about the future like that. I know you've been hinting at the whole marriage thing. You want me to stay with you forever. That's how you agreed to this. But I just can't think about that right now, especially when I'm afraid of going into a coma. I'm afraid! Well... It's likely that you're gonna go into a coma, but the good news is, I know how to get you through the next stage of the coma. Then why haven't you done that for the princess? Not my place. Not my place. Okay, well, I mean, if you know how to do it, okay. I mean, a lot of it has to do with you finding your way through the coma-verse. And I feel like Shelly Ann is just really taking her time. Really taking her time there. I bet the dumb bitch is. I really do. I bet I could find my way there in just a few minutes. I bet you could. How hard is it? We'll hardly even know you were in a coma. I guarantee it. Oh, oh, okay. Now, you hear that? The sound of cities? The sound of bustling cities? Yeah, well, it's more like a, I hear a little village. Well, I mean, it's, it's something. You there, little boy! Yeah? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Hi, Mr. Big Red! <laughs> He's ugly. Nice to meet ya! I'm not a scaredy you no more, Mr. Big Red! Hey! Hey, Lady No! We're not scaredy you no more! You guys are our allies! <laughs> God, I wish we could... I <sighs> wish... No. What is the name of this city? Where are we? Where's downtown? <laughs> this is Brandonopolis! <laughs> Excuse me, I don't think I might be coming down with something. Uh. <coughs> oh, God, don't tell me it's mad goat disease. You no, know there's a new wave no. going around the Omicron variant. No, I don't got that mad goat disease. If anything, it's just a cold or something. I don't know what it is. But come come over here. We got some we got some Asian goat masseuses. You want that dick rub? Always, but I don't think it would be appropriate today. We're here for the dipping ceremony. Yeah, we're here for the dipping, Brandon. I'm supposed to be inducted. Well, I don't know if I can do all that for you, but I can certainly take you to, uh, take you to the people who can help you. Well, hey, hey, hang on. Isn't it a huge deal? Hasn't there been, like, promotions and... What, what, what are you... Shouldn't everybody be gathered down at the ceremony facility? I don't know. I'm not in charge of that kind of thing. But, I mean, everybody's kind of... I don't... I'm not, I haven't heard a damn thing. I didn't know you were supposed to be here. This surprised me. Thank you for coming to Brandonopolis, by the way. Nice to have you. Can I take your picture and put it on the wall in the saloon? 
As long as you don't put a bullseye over it, I don't want anyone shooting those little babies at me. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to take you to one of those little picture booths where we get the whole time photos of you done. We dress you up in cowboy hats and put you in the old western garb and we go put you right in the wall. No, no, you know what? That sounds really fun. That sounds really fun. I I, can I? Let's do it. I want to wear one of those corset. A corset, yep. I want you to dress like a naughty flapper girl. Yes, exactly, exactly. All right, well, we'll get you all suited up, and, I'll, and then while you guys are getting suited up, I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give Clark a call and see what he's, what, you know, what he's planning on doing with the dipping. Sounds good, Mayor. Brandon from Brandonopolis, sir. Yeah, Brandon, you don't have to say, you know, this is Brandon from Brandonopolis. Here's a few reasons why. One, caller ID. Two, you're the only Brandon I know. Oh, I'm the only Brandon you know? Yes, Brandon, and you're a member of my family. Of course, you don't have to say, like, uh, you know, it's me, Brandon. Like, I, I know who you are, Brandon, by the sound of your cute little retarded voice. Oh, well. It's just like, it, I don't know, I'm kind of getting homesick. I'm glad you gave me my own city, like, kind of outside on the outskirts. And, like, it's fun and all, but I miss you guys. And I, how's Sister Marvel doing? Well, I mean, you know, she's she's doing well, you know. After she finishes up her work here, you know, the, the grass craters are open Monday to Friday and then closed Monday through Friday, so she'll be home on Monday. Well, has she said anything about me? She ain't wrote me back in in weeks now. The mail carrier quit. Yeah. No more mail, unfortunately. Oh, I guess that explains I ain't got no bills for my city yet, which is good. I We ain't... We, Clark, we have been making no money. Oh, d- d- Brandon, it's not about making money. You guys are just supposed to be living your best life down there in Brandonopolis. That's where we, you know, we send, we send the goats who are, you know, differently abled and ready to die. It's like hospice. That's why everybody's old geriatric... Or retarded, yep. Oh, okay, well, okay. Listen, we got a situation going on here. We got a... You, you know anything about a dipping? Dipping? Like a dipping for immortality. Just, we got Sister Emma, No whoa, 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 whoa. and Big Red here. They're taking pictures right now in our old western thing. You know the thing I was telling you about setting up? I finally got it. They're taking pictures right oh, now. You, you got the picture. Beverly, Brandon set up the saloon pictures. Oh, we'll have to go down there soon, Clark. I've always wanted one of those. I agree. Anyway, did you say Big Red and Sister No are there for dipping? Yeah, you know what? Uh, you don't remember him. He's, he's a big old dick. It's Big Red and uh, mm, yeah. and Sister No, she, she's kind of flabby and gross looking. Kind of reminds me of a witch. You know what? She kind of reminds me of a hooker. You know, I... Yeah, I see that too. She just... I don't know why. She just seems like somebody who has a lot of sexual history. I mean, she tried to have sex with me. I wouldn't even touch that. That's gross. I, yeah, I wouldn't touch her with a ten-foot pole even if she were my mom. No, no, but listen, they're taking pictures right now. They're asking me about the... They're kind of pissed off because there ain't no, like, ceremony going on. Ceremony? Oh, my God. This has to do with the goddamn dipping ceremony. (sighs) All right, Brandon, we're going to get in the uh, 
presidential ATV and head over there and try to take care of this, okay? Just help stall them, okay? Oh, uh, I tried my best, but they're already dressed up. They're asking me for pictures. They're waving over to me to take their pictures. Well, you go take their pictures and just tell them that this set takes, like, you know, you you have to sell it in a set of ten photos with ten different poses and costumes. And by the time they're done, we'll be there. Okay, I can do that. All right, good job, Brandon. Thanks, Clark. Are you guys ready to take your picture? We Yes, we've been waiting for you to come over for like five minutes, but you've been on your fucking phone! You didn't have to talk like that to me. I don't know what I did to you, Big Red. Sorry, I'm just stressed out. I'm, and frankly, I'm put off by how rude everybody's being at my girlfriend's dipping ceremony. Listen, we're not being rude. This is a town of geriatrics and handicapables. We are trying our best to survive. This is for the retarded and the elderly. And you're being ageist and you're being fucking disabledist. Sorry, I forgot that this is a fucking safe space. We voted for Bernie Sanders here, I'll have you know. Oh, I, I bet you did. I... Yeah, and coming up we're going to vote for AOC. That's what kind of place oh. you're in right now. So if you don't like it, if you don't like that, then I don't know what to tell you. Just take the fucking picture. I've been wearing this cowboy hat so long, I'm gonna have a ring on my cock. I can't barely breathe in the corset. Please, Brandon. <laughs> she reminds me of that black kid from Malcolm in the Middle. You know that one that's always out of breath and he's in a wheelchair? Yeah, I forgot about him for a second because the show is seemingly forgettable, but you're right. Stevie. She is just like that kid. <laughs> I think his name's Stevie. I'm going. That's exactly how he talks. To pass out. No, no, you breathe like oh god damn it! Now he passed out. Fuck! You can't make yourself hyperventilate like that. Now we gotta fucking wait for him to wake up. Please undo my corset. I told you. The last picture was good, Brandon! We she don't need another! It. She liked it! I want it framed now! We don't need to buy a whole package. Okay, well, I just thought that maybe you would want the keychain. Hey, 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 now let's get everybody calm down. President Clark County's here. Thank you, Brandon. Thank God, Clark County, what the fuck is going on here? Where's my celebration? Oh, hey, uh, Sister No, sorry about that, uh, yeah, so, uh, we just kind of forgot about the celebration. You what? You forgot about myself? I, what? You forgot about me being immortal? No, This I, was a thing, and I heard the horns, the horns. I know, well, you know, I don't know, uh, we forgot, uh, just gonna be frank. We've had a lot of stuff going on over here recently, but I oh, promise... What, what kind of shit could you possibly have going on over here in this dumbass little island of yours? Brandonopolis is the best city we've been to here, and, and that's not saying much. You have no idea how much has been going on over here, sister, no. I mean, if you had any idea, you would just, I mean, it, it would be crazy. So much has happened since the Sassafras Summit at episode 140. Man, nine episodes, and what, what, what happened to nine episodes? So much. There was a, a creepy man who, you know, was doing bad business dealings with us, and we had to deal with that, and babies were born. You know, I'm a father now. 
Oh, well, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. This is our baby, Thumbelina. He's sewed to the legs of a crippled woman. You remember Sister Carissa? Uh, unfortunately, I do. You know, Clark County, I, I didn't know you were this depraved. I, I'm happy for you. So do you, keep, do you keep her, like, turned off or something? Because she has nothing. I see nothing in those eyes. Yeah, she's just in a... Ever since we sewed Thumbelino to her... So, like, Thumbelino had a terrible accident in acid where the bottom half of his legs were burnt off. And so we sewed them to Carissa because we only had one wheelchair, you know. And now Carissa is just talking about how she's nothing more than a wheelchair. And we're like, no, no, but it's... You know, she's just so... She complains so much, you know. She's... she. Here, let me give you a taste of it. And like I am trying to tell you, I am more than a fucking wheelchair. I am not just a pair of legs for you to sew your baby to. See, it's all she... She's like stuck in a loop of it. Yeah, that, that would get really annoying really fast. And I mean, honestly, I would probably think about transport... Like, transplanting that kid. Because he's not going to turn out well if that's what he... Like, the shit he's going to grow up hearing. I wouldn't even let my kids watch Harry Potter. Oh, right. Well, that's Satanist. Not that I have any, but no, they wouldn't be watching any of that magic stuff, let alone hearing a cripple's opinions. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to like, take into account. Yeah, you're right. Maybe we should someday. And, you know, that way Carissa could have her identity back. Whatever. But, uh, you know, for now, it's good. They both live here in Brandonopolis with the other disabled. Oh, really? That's so nice. Yeah, that's where they go. So this is just... He wasn't kidding. This really is a place for disabled and retards. Exactly. Geriatrics, disabled, and retards. <sighs> I'm conflicted right now because part of me wants to get really mad and be like, where's my ceremony? And, and say, Big Red, why the fuck aren't you standing up for me? Why aren't you fighting him? Why? Aren't, why what's going on? But no, I kind of... It's okay. It's okay? Yeah. It's okay. You know I've been doing fucking therapy. I'm trying to get better at it, Big Red, for fuck's sake! Dr. Xavier's not a therapist! It's not Dr. Xavier! How many times do I have to tell you? It's his brother! And he's a doctor, no matter, no matter how many times you have to say psychiatrists are not doctors. Whatever. I've also been seeing Dr. Talazapi, and uh, he's done wonders for me. You know, I no longer want to kill myself, and, you know, I have to go to the rehab and, you know, do all that. Sort of 12 steps, everybody, 12 steps. Uh, She's off the goat weed. Suicide attempt will do that to you, but... uh. She's doing a lot better, and honestly, I think it's good to have a first lady with some bad experiences under her belt. Why? Uh, just because, you know, it humbles the, her and makes her more, uh, makes her more, uh, personable to the plebeians, you know, the voters. I guess I see that, but just as long as she doesn't, you know, kill four Americans in Benghazi or do anything like that, I mean, I think you guys will be fine. She's no Hillary Clinton. I, and frankly, no, sister, no, I'm honestly kind of offended you would say that I would never, ever do anything to put four Americans' lives in danger, especially if I knew about it and, and knew the attack was going to happen and probably orchestrated it. She wouldn't tell them to stand down, that's for sure. No, exactly, exactly, so. What uh, difference does it make, the difference between the 2016 election, bitch, we showed her. Exactly. But listen, we can take you down to the... We can take you down and, we, you know, there's not going to be people, but we'll do it. 
yeah, we're really sorry, Sister No, you know, we really, and Big Red, you too, you know, just because, you know, we have a similar voice actor, don't think that I'm ignoring you, Big Red, you know, I know you're here. Yeah, yeah, I'm here, yeah, and I, I agree, my silence takes to be that I'm in agreement. Thank you, Big Red, you know, we're just, we are... I am very, I'm very strongly want to keep the relationship between our islands in a good way. You know, I don't want to be like Bertram. Yeah, we would like the same. We would like the same. We like coming over here and not having to worry about do we have our fake IDs, do we have our passports, you know, all of that stuff. I think, I think it's great that we've, we've merged, kinda. Right, and I mean, you know, we're still separate enough that, you know, you guys can do what you have to do, and I don't necessarily have to endorse everything that, you know, you've done or will do, and, you know, same here for us. Exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, I'm happy with, I'm happy with the ceremony. Yeah, I'll do it without anybody there. I don't need a spectacle. That's, that's the old sister now. All right, well... I'm glad to hear it. Let's just gather everybody that is important, and we'll we'll take that many people down there, and we'll we'll take the trek down there. Okay, so me, Big Red, you, Beverly, Sorry, Brandon. That's okay. I mean, I didn't have to. I didn't have to come anyway. You know, they put me on this little city here. Um, you're still a part of the family. I get it. Yeah. I got it, but you guys have fun now. Uh, maybe one day I'll be immortal. Bye, sister, no. It's right down here. It's a 300-foot staircase, and then a quick 30-second underwater tunnel under a waterfall, and then you come into a clearing, and there's a fountain. You really do the most here, don't you? Oh, it's ancient. I'm gonna go skydiving down. Can't I just, like, jump off the cliff and then land in the water and then, like, I'm not going to die because I'll be immortal? Never been done before, but you can try it. I don't think I will. Let's just hurry up and walk down here. I mean, come on. All right. Here we are. The Fountain of Immortality. Do you, Big Red, sign this waiver to absolve Goat Island of all potential coma liability? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, whatever. I can get her through the coma, no problem. Big Red, they need a yes and no answer. You can't put that down on the transcript. Wipe it clean. Oh Who's my taking God. minutes? I'm take I'm taking minutes. Um, all in favor of Big Red and God damn it, I forgot about about fucking Robert. Let me check Robert's rules real quick. Oh my God, Robert! Robert has you know he tried to make rules to make meetings easier, but all he did was make them more complicated by having people have to have reference books to run a fucking meeting. You run the meeting you want to. I'm done doing the minutes. I'm no longer an important character here. Beverly, don't say that. Maybe not in this one scene, but you are a, you're the secondary lead. See you later. All right, Sister No, uh, you ready to be dunked? I. Oh. Big Red, does my makeup look pretty? I'm gonna look like this forever on I Like, it's gonna, like, preserve me? Yeah, I mean, you're going to stay exactly like this forever. Same outfit. I mean, you can change, but, you know, most people don't. Like, when I wake up in the morning, I'll just have the same outfit on, or if, even if I changed? Well, you can take it off, but it's just like, you know, you're just so... It's just, You're like a cartoon character. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Okay, quick. I'm gonna be in a coma, but it's gonna feel like nothing. You said just... You know, just find your way out, Big Red, right? It's gonna be right there. Yeah, it'll, you just, it's, it's, it's like a mirror world where everything is reversed. So just find this cave, 
and get back into your body there. Well, that's perfect because I'm I'm the I always beat you in mirror mode. You never mentioned this, so we're good. Mario Kart. All right, sister. Now here you go. I'm ready. Let's do it. By the power vested in me, I hereby grant you dunking immortality. <gasps> <gasps> uh, I grant you dunking immortality. <laughs> Isn't anything happening? I don't know, uh, Big Red. Well, I don't know. It's not my fountain. Why isn't it happening, Claw County? Uh, I don't know. Let me let me try again. Dunk me again, please. Right. Uh, by the power vested in me, I grant you dunking immortality. I'm holding her under until the bubbles stop, but just to see if that's what it takes. Are you all right? God, she's coughing up water. <coughs> Ew, puke! Oh. Sister, no, are you okay? Don't look at me. Baby! Don't baby, look at me! Wrong? No! No! Baby, what's wrong? <laughs> oh my god. What is this? Clark County, what is this? Some sort of... Was this all some sort of plan to fucking embarrass us? Of course not. We... No. Like, we literally didn't know this was happening. Like, I don't know how this thing works. Well, you fucking... You ruined any sort of chance of allies you had, motherfucker, when you embarrassed my lady. Look back there. She's crying. <laughs> Why? Why? Oh my god, oh my god. I didn't mean to. Sister, no, I'm sorry. Can we go back to Brandonopolis, Big Red? I don't want to be here. I don't want to see his face. I don't want to, I don't want anybody to see me. I dressed up like a fucking clown for this, and I'm nothing. I'm never going to be immortal. Ever. Yes, you will, baby. I'm going to die. I have to go every day knowing I have to die, just like all the rest of these fucking mouth-breeding lunatics. I'm not going to let you die. That was so sexy. Take me back and fuck me. Oh, yeah. Let, let's go, baby. Oh. Fuck oh. the pain away. Oh. Suck it on your titties like they wanted me calling me all the time. You know, folks, hello and welcome to Motafe. This might be the last time we get to review a new Jackass film on Motafe. You said you think it's the last time? It might be the last time. we. I mean, we don't have anything officially confirmed for a new Jackass movie. True. Uh, but did you know there's a new Jackass series in the works at Paramount Plus? Yeah. With the, the, with the new people? It hasn't exactly been confirmed who's on the cast uh, but it's assumed that, yeah, it's going to be probably the new cast. But I would hope that there's some involvement with the old guys. I don't know. Um, it's not It's not been officially confirmed yet outside of the fact that they, because of the success of Jackass 4, they've ordered a series at Paramount+. Plus. Well, I hope the new people do get probably their own little show. I think that would be fun. I mean, I would love regular guest appearances from the main crew. 
I don't think they can yeah. sustain it. But I just want to say this doesn't really have anything to do with Jackass 4.5, but kind of the in-between. Is after Jackass 4 came out, Steve-O went through this whole phase where, you know, leading up to the movie, he was interviewing all the old cast on his podcast. Mm-hmm. And then probably a week or two after the movie came out, he started interviewing the new cast. And he said something that really bothered me. Really? He was talking to poopies, I believe, and he was okay, like, yeah, yeah, dudes, you guys got paid nothing, and, and you know, that was intentional because we thought, you know, the best per- people to get for Jackass are fans of Jackass because they're going to want to be in it anyway without nothing, dude, <laughs> but you got to make your own, dude. And he's like, Steve-O really thinks he's like a business person now, and he like, it's so fucking cringe to me because he try- <laughs> he tries to give advice to everybody that comes on a show. Ew. Like, he had Frankie Muniz on, which is random oh because of the- Oh my god, that's so random. Yeah, apparently this is a thing. You remember hearing that Frankie Muniz like, didn't remember Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah, I, I have heard that about- is-, is it a rumor? Apparently, yeah. Apparently just- utterly not true <laughs> no no basis in any sort of reality i mean he had some like like um concussions and he might have like some mild like brain trauma but no i mean he remembers it <laughs> <laughs> weird he's just like yeah i just have like some like sometimes trouble like remembering things like you know day to day weird like, just like weird things like it probably it, it like stemmed from somebody went some like cringe nerd went up to him and he's like in malcolm 403 when malcolm <laughs> exactly. said that his best friend was clarence why did he say that because in malcolm 202 malcolm says that his best friend is dewey <laughs> <laughs> exactly and frankie's like uh, it's 30 <laughs> years ago, dude. Like, I don't fucking know. Right. Yeah, but he said that people do ask him shit like that. And, but he's like, I talked to Brian about it. Cranston, obviously. And he's like, Woo-hoo! apparently him and Brian are still really close. That's nice. And he's like, like a father figure to him or some shit. I'm probably butchering it. My whole point of even talking about this was, is that Frankie Munez is apparently, is actually like a successful businessman. The man, the man oh, owns nice. a bunch of parking lots in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> and he apparently makes very good money off of it. Like he's in well, real estate. Yeah, I mean for sure. Yeah, I mean if you've got a parking lot in an area where people pay for parking, fuck yeah. I mean that's an easy way to make some money. Yeah, it was fucking cringe because Stevo, like before he knew this, was trying to like give him advice. That's really cringe. And then he ended up getting advice. And it's just everybody that comes on, he's like, yeah, you got to do this with your social media. He was doing this to poopies. And he's like, yeah, dude, like, I'll help, like, I'll give you suggestions, like, but if you want to make money in this business, like, it's not going to happen that easily. So they, he was just, like, kind of, like, bragging about how they, they only gave him, yeah. like, the bare minimum for these stunts. Like, everybody, like, Poopy said that he's currently broke. Oh, after the movie has come out, wow. he, they they gave him just a lump sum and that was it. Wow. So they kind of fucked over the new boys. That's interesting. And, you know, I mean, cause part of it is like, you know, so if they, if maybe, I, at first I thought you were going to say that in, in the podcast, Steve-O revealed that the reason they did that was because they figured that there was going to be some sort of future to the series and like you know what i mean so they're like yeah. we're going to give we're going to give the cat the old cast one last cash grab and then you guys can make all of the money on the new series yeah i mean i don't know if it was the new series necessarily cuz he was speaking more about like social media cuz poopy's right, just trying right. to make like instagram videos and he's like your instagram videos are horrible dude oh my god <laughs> And it's interesting because, like, so I've seen people, I've seen, like, ads, uh, you know, since the movie got put on Paramount Plus, 
and uh, now that Jackass 4.5 is out. So I keep seeing like <clears throat> ads and articles about the movie, and a lot of the comments are from people... I mean, there are obviously people who like it and are fans of the series, but then there are some people who are like, aren't... There's like an overwhelming majority where they're like, aren't they too old for this? Like, so <laughs> there's a lot of people who are just like looking... So it's weird that Steve-O feels like he's in a position where he should give advice because a lot of people think of them as cringe, you know what I mean? Like, to go, you know, time gone by, you know, nobody's, like, looking at... Nobody outside of people who think Jackass is cool are looking at Steve-O and being like, that's somebody right. to take advice from. Everybody who I've shown who doesn't watch Jackass, Steve-O's hot sauce for your butthole, they're like, why? <laughs> and it's just like... That's, like, what Steve-O does is he starts these, like, kind of, like, just fucking, like, dumb merch businesses just based mm-hmm. off of his likeness. Yeah. He's like, oh, I have my own hot sauce, dude. Something mentioned in the movie, the Steve-O condom. Yep. And he, he, he really fancies himself to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah, Bree went to see him. He's yeah, not saw though. Stand up, yeah. He literally crazy. just tells the same stories over and over and over. He's like, he's like, I have a hybrid show where I show the footage and I talk about it at the same time, and like, apparently it's very successful. And well, I'm sure, like, and I would think like, it's probably I wouldn't want to see it, but if I did, like, I guess I would. If I went to see Steve-O, I would want to hear him talk about Jackass. So at a certain point, you're going to hear the same stories over and over again. And then at that point, it's not really stand-up. It's more like a, a one-man show. Yeah. Yeah, it's not really stand-up at all. I don't think he's doing like any sort of improving. He might like be a doing play. a little bit of crowd work. Yeah. And he has like a... I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen like the, the movie he made of it? No. Yeah, I mean, you could... I torrented it. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> You could probably find it somewhere. It's just like it's it's all right. I mean, it's footage that you truly could not show in Jackass. Fucking yeah. filthy, filthy, filthy stuff. But it's the same stories you hear all the goddamn time. Mm. And I've just really the more I watch Stevo's podcast, the more I dislike him. I could see that. You know, uh... I'm glad he got sober, but dude, he's fucking cringe. Yeah, I, I kind of felt the same way as I. The more I listened to a long time ago, Kevin Smith's podcast that I don't, I don't even remember what it's called. But Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes had a podcast, and it started to be so. It started to do the same thing to me, where I, I'm just like, oh, these guys are cringe because they just started to tell the same stories over and over again in different ways, and just forget what they've said in previous episodes, and they're just like doing whole segments where they repeat themselves. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, that happens with a lot of podcasts that you listen to. I've heard fucking Joe Rogan say the same story <laughs> so many fucking different ways to the point where I'm like, oh, he's embellishing for this person. Yeah. It's so easy to see through it. And, you know, I'm sure we've done it on this show, too. But Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> it happens naturally, but... You just listen to somebody yeah. for so long, it's just... I don't know. I mean, it was... I don't know. And so, to me, like, these... All, you know, Steve-O being cringe aside, because, like, yes, he absolutely is. <laughs> There's no doubt he is absolutely cringe. The point fives were always good little additions to, you know, the series. I really always enjoyed when I would come across them, because, I you know, as we mentioned before, I really liked the, the documentary aspect of them. Yeah. It was fun to see, like, you know, in previous ones, like, I think they did, like, the behind the scenes of, like, them coming up with the little razor thing and like cutting their hair it's just yeah. like oh here we can see where it's gone wrong and we can see like people's reactions a little longer or i don't know right and 
you know, I always, yeah, I always enjoyed them and like just the, you know, the backstage stories and banter and that kind of stuff. And a lot of the times there were funnier parts in point five than in some of the you I know, agree. original movies. I don't know. So we, when the, it came out on Friday, uh, just now two days ago, and uh, RJ and I were, you know, uh, we watched it via, uh, what was it called? Flick Call? <laughs> Flick Call, uh, yeah. Some, uh, some Google Chrome extension uh, that allows you to stream movies and TV with your uh, friends via long distance. So it worked out really well, and, you know, we had Skype open. It has video chat and, and, and audio in built in, but we couldn't we couldn't get the mic to come through clearly, so we just used Skype underneath to, to chat. But, you know, it was an enjoyable time watching the flick and, you know, experiencing it at the same time with my, with my friend, but I don't know overall what how to feel about the movie. I have very mixed feelings. I don't... I feel like it was the worst point five they've done so far. Yeah. And, which is surprising because I think four, like, might be might be the best movie of the main right. series. Right, it was definitely... It's definitely a contender. Yeah, it's definitely a contender. It just felt very, like... It really felt like they were scraping the bottom of the barrel with the footage. Right, like, they definitely... It's almost like they didn't really get that much more footage. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... It's and, and sometimes like we were seeing the same scenes from the movie just with a different person. Like uh, for example, Wee Man getting the horse semen dunked on him. We saw Dave England get the semen dunked on him in the movie because he had a better reaction. And then in four point five, they show us the same setup. So, hey, look, we also did it to Wee Man. Yeah, exactly. And Wee Man didn't have really any reaction. He's just like, oh, dude. Yeah, right. And so it's like, okay, well, I can see why that didn't make it into the movie. That's what that's what I kind of had the feeling. I was just like, oh, okay, I see why that didn't make it in. I see why that didn't make I never had that thought about the point fives before that. No, the yeah, point fives for time, me were always just kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, man, this is fun. This is just like just hanging out with the boys. That's where it really exactly. felt like we were hanging yep, out with the boys. Yep, you're right. It was a lot more. That's That's what it was. It was back in the day. In the original series, it was a lot of them just like picking up a camera, and, yes, yes, and filming them around, like just while they're at the hotel. You know what I mean? And like, or you know, while they're they're shooting at something over here, and there's like a, I'm filming with my personal camera, me and Ryan Dunn over here. There was a lot more of that like personal quality to it, but now in the new mo- in this new movie with the COVID protocols and the you know the it all felt much more everything had to be like much more deliberately planned it could yeah. be really off the cuff which i think really hurt it yeah it also and because of the fact that like now after all these years later it's so like we're making a jackass movie you know what i mean it's so uh-huh. prestigious it's so official it's so like hoity toity even though like it's not but it is it kind of is that kind of was the vibe that there's there was no like room for there's like professional cameramen shooting this footage for 4.5 it's not just some guy picking some high person grabbing a camera you know what i mean yes yes exactly and filming you know some segment happening in the hallway i enjoyed it though and like you know i have yet to i have yet to purchase jackass 4 for my collection but like i would definitely purchase 4 and 4.5 just to complete the collection Uh uh-huh but i do agree with you i think it's definitely the weakest of 
the point fives. I do have notes here that kind of take us through the whole movie. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I didn't take that many notes, but I took notes of the just really the major moments of the movie or things that we talked about as it was happening. And there wasn't that much, you know what I mean? Like for us, we, we had some conversations, but it didn't really spark that much. Like we just kind of sat there and watched it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we, we had comments, but yeah, yeah, you're right. It didn't really spark that much of a conversation. It was just like, Oh, and then when it ended, we're just like, all right, well, we'll review it on Sunday. Yep. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> so it begins instantly with, uh, Steve-O wearing his Steve-O shirt, brandishing Steve-O's hot sauce, uh, which, what did you say it's called? Steve-O's hot sauce for your, it's, I think it's butthole, but it might be bunghole. I think it's uh, butthole. Of course. So because of that, they put it all up their asses and, you know, multiple people get down on the ground and take a funnel up the, multiple men, I should add, get down on the ground and take a funnel up the ass and they pour hot sauce in it, you know. It's just like watching that and I know that it's not that hot of sauce. It's not that, to me, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that hot. So you think you, you think you could put it up your ass? Yes. Really? Yes. Well, now I think you have to. I mean, you know what I mean? Not right this I mean, second, it wouldn't but now be I like, feel like, I mean... Yeah, I really don't think it would be that bad. I mean, I could take, go take a swig of it right now and be perfectly fine. Yeah, but I mean, you're not supposed to put hot sauce up your ass. Yeah, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> I mean, you shit yeah, worse things out of your right, ass. You're right, you're right, you're right. There's worse things they could have put up, and there's worse things they've done with the ass. Yeah, it's, hot sauce is literally just water, vinegar, and fucking peppers. You're right, you're right. People do coffee enemas. That's true. That's true. You know, coffee enema. Coffee enema is a little different than shooting some hot sauce up your ass. Yeah, well, and the no. thing, too, is that there are, like, chunks in his... Like, he literally has, like, the seeds in it. The seeds are what make his, makes it spicy. It's not even really, like, a pepper uh, blend. It's just seeds. Yuck. The seeds would be annoying. That would be, yeah. Ew. The next, like, big thing that they go through, which I actually thought was one of the more interesting things about the movie, was the, uh... Just the, gen- the, the genesis of the movie... Uh, you know, Johnny Knoxville deciding finally that he wanted to make the movie and Spike Jones being the one who was the most skeptical, which I thought was nice. I, I, I was glad to know that there was somebody out there who was kind of protective over yeah. the It's going to be horrible. Right, exactly. Because, I mean, we're in the era where people are just, like, wanting money and so they're just going to reboot any any property that people like yeah yeah it's good to know that at least somebody out there was like maybe it's not the best idea right right you know that at least challenged them to to make it worth the effort um and so they did the first they agreed to was it two days or or was it two weeks or something it was something about two i think it was like i think it was two days of filming just to see if they yeah if it was even worth putting time into and it was interesting that a lot of the footage that they filmed made it into the movie, the original movie. Um, you know, they showed, like, the all the stuff that they filmed in that house, like the, you know, the games that they played, with, with all of the scenes that Johnny still had his, uh, yeah, yeah, his yeah. black hair before he pulled the Bev tan and went gray. And so it was interesting that almost all that footage made it into the movie, except for like a, you know a couple things that they showed us in this movie. But they, those things were so uh, inconsequential that I didn't even write them down. <laughs> I don't remember them. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember what they 
included, but you know, it was interesting to see, I guess. One thing that we talked about in our Jackass 4 review was that Dave England was in a really bad mood in that one sequence about yeah, the Silence yeah. of the Lambs. I was like, he wasn't even like trying to participate. He was in a bad mood. And, uh, you know, they explained that in this movie. Uh, you know, it's kind of an interesting, like... A lot, it was interesting because, for me, like, the point fives have usually kind of stood on their own. Like, they're related to the movie, but they could have been their own movie. Uh-huh. And this really, it felt like you, you know, there, there were a lot of things like that that were, like, direct responses to scenes in the other movie. Yeah, it felt like a companion movie, not necessarily, yeah. like, a completely separate thing. Which, I mean, might be obvious to people who, like, aren't, familiar with the rest of the series but it, it felt different than you the can others. watch 2.5 and 3.5 and never have seen the other ones yeah exactly and it doesn't affect your experience at all yeah no not at all so it was interesting that we got a little you know closure on you know that dave england was just had like ptsd and so as soon as this whole thing happened he's like fuck i don't want to be doing this right and not only that but he said it went on for like 20 30 minutes or something like yeah, that they kept like torturing this man knocking him over i thought the scene i thought that scene in in four was really funny it was yeah it was a good scene in the original movie this time like revisiting it it was kind of like oh okay yeah i'm like yeah okay we saw that (laughs) then they show us uh then they instantly bring back everybody's favorite dark shark you know jasper's dad who uh definitely has a good showing in 4.5 you know he stole the show in four uh but he definitely has a good showing in 4.5 uh, and the first thing they show us is a clip of Dark Shark locked in the room with the bear, uh, which we originally <laughs> see in the movie with uh, Aaron, Danger Aaron. So see, again, it's it's just a, we also did it to Dark Shark. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. But it was really interesting because, of course, everybody knows that Dark Shark is afraid of anything that you don't find, as he says, in the hood. <laughs> Obviously, you don't find a bear <laughs> in the hood. And I mean, it came up and was like, he was. I was scared for him. Like, I, I really think they went too far. Yeah, that was. Re- I mean, it is scary. That bear, I mean, that. They both Aaron and Dark Shark could have been mauled. Yeah, I, yeah, that truly to me is the scene where I think they went too far out of all of the series. Really? I, re- I really do, because yeah. it's that, that you can't fuck with a bear like that. <laughs> Even if it's domesticated, like the. Just the chances of it going wrong you know that bear could get Mm -hmm. set off and could be the nicest bear in the world at the end of the day it's a killing machine right well and you don't know how dark shark's gonna react like what if he starts screaming and then the bear gets scared and then i mean there's all kinds of things that could and maybe the bear had training to be in movies and maybe it's been screamed at you know what i mean that sort you know i don't know but like it's they took a risk and they really did that bear he can't he's hiding behind his flannel shirt pressing his face up against the door and the bear comes up and starts sniffing his big donkey cake ass and <laughs> starts like literally like almost trying to like take a bite out of his big old cake ass. Oh my <laughs> it God. was pretty funny. Then we go into a segment about the coronavirus. There it is. We had to have it. Yep. We I we talked about it in our main review. I'm like, I'm very glad that they didn't besides like one scene where there was just briefly a mention, a brief hint that there was COVID in the real movie but this was they directly you know they talked about it like i mean their first day of shooting was march 3rd 2020 but i mean as soon as they said that i was like oh great (laughs) i mean literally can't get any more like ground zero than march 3rd 2020 right for sure so instantly you know set you know breaking down and 
having to do tests all the time and they show all of it in the in the footage and you know again they show us and this is how it's referenced in the first movie too they um they they show Eric Andre and somebody else getting blown up in the porta potty that's right there by the covid testing tables Aaron was it Aaron that gets blown up in the in 4.5 yeah yeah i think so yeah yeah i think it was cuz he was pissed yeah <laughs> he was really pissed. I was just kind of annoyed about all the COVID stuff because, again, it's just repeated information. I watched a lot mm. of the the interviews that everybody did. You know, they went on this huge press run, and I'm watching GQ. I'm watching Insider. I'm watching anybody who's going to interview these boys and seeing what they have to say. It's the literal same shit I've been hearing. Yeah. But I, I can't. I guess I can't expect everybody else to. Well, and not only that, but it's like. It's also the added, like, I am so tired of hearing, like, you know, we didn't know how long it was going to be. Two weeks, two months. Yes. It's fucking two years. None of us did. It. We know. Like, we all. We're living it. Yeah. We all collectively. Now, I get it because, I mean, in posterity, 30, yes. 40 years from now, maybe we won't still be afflicted with this. And somebody might pick up 4.5 and have no idea how coronavirus. I get it. But come on. Could have yes. done without it. Yes. But they did explain that because of COVID, that explains why there wasn't a lot of man on the street, as they call it, you know, pranking the public, which was, you know, a big uh, part of the original series. So it was nice to have an explanation for that. I guess we could have guessed that. Yeah, yeah. Then I got really excited because they brought up and brought back Bad Grandpa, who, you know, only had yes. one scene in the first movie. And at first, you know, there's two Bad Grandpa scenes split in, you know, split through the movie. And at first, um, this one was a little underwhelming to me. I wonder what you think. Um, I agree. I agree. Bad Grandpa has some sort of Irving Zisman, by the way. I'm a real <laughs> fan. I'm not just going to call him <laughs> Bad Grandpa. I know his name. Uh, you know, Irving has a you know some sort of new caretaker. You know, some guy from Craigslist. You know, probably yeah. He is doing his best. You know, he seems like a nice young man, and he's trying to take care of Irving as best as possible. And Irving has him take him up to some sort of spa <laughs> or gym, and they pull the fire alarm, and all of these <laughs> naked men come running out of the spa, and. When the proprietor of the gym comes out and starts questioning, Irving says that his caretaker was the one who did it. Um, and then all of the naked old men start twerking with Bad Grandpa around this man. It's, and Chris Pontius comes out and does pot Party yep, Boy. Yep, that's right. Yep, And then for no reason, Chris Pontius came <laughs> out. That's how it happens, yeah. Chris Pontius finally comes out of the... Uh, Jim and he turns on the music and then he as party boy and everybody else with who is Joy literally Zen, naked. Yeah. I mean there's like 50 penises. Yeah. 50 of all different nasty old men of all different sizes and shapes and ages. Truly. No exaggeration. Not a very good like not a very like it was just kind of like huh. Yeah, I agree. I just kind of underwhelming. I agree. Uh you know it's like I don't know what I would have wanted more. I, I still think that I, you know, I was still missing an appearance by Spike Jones as the old lady. I still think I would that, love like, that. Yeah, I love the dynamic between the two of them. Or even when they had like that real old lady play the grandma. Uh huh. Just there was a lot of stuff there. There was a lot of things like that that 
I feel like would have been better than what they did, but I think, like, the main... It was just, like... So they just wanted us to see 50 penises? You know what I mean? Like, okay. Not much to it, yeah. Yeah. I could see why that did not go in the original. Yeah, exactly. Another scene why it's like, okay, I can see why that was cut, because there was a lot more good footage in the main movie. Next up, we have another deleted scene, which, I mean, listen, I guess that's what we were supposed to be expecting, but this time it was a deleted cup test. Aaron... Uh, Danger Aaron's oh, yeah. starring cup test of the original movie definitely uh, put him through the works, but apparently they also had a pro bowling uh, woman bowl uh, a strike at his crotch. Like a 15-pound bowling ball or something like that. Yeah, a she's like, one. I use the heaviest bowl, ball you can you can use. I think it was 16 pounds. She God. Said. So she throws one, it hits him in the thigh, and then in the balls, and Knoxville's like, no, 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 it's got to be direct. And I think he threw a fit, and then they used a smaller ball, because he's like, I can't take another one like that. You know what? I can't take another yeah. one like that. And I think, because she used a different, at least a different colored ball. It could have yeah. still been 16 pounds, but I think it was smaller the second time. But that one did, that one was a direct hit. Now, I don't know. I mean, it was a funny scene. I don't know if, like, for completion's sake, do you think it should have been in the real movie just because, like, I mean, the whole, the rest of the cup test was? I had the thought, but I don't think that one really fit in. They would, I mean, they'd have to go on with it for too long to give, like, oh, he got hit this time, yeah. and then, you know, we did it again. And I think people would probably pick up on the fact that they used a lighter ball. Yeah, you're right. And... It's, you're right, it's kind of, like, tired out by that point. Because, I mean, they did include four in the original movie. And so, like, by then, it kind of takes away the the extreme pain of the of the pogo stick. Yes, yes, yes. No, yeah. Next up, this was, like, one of the shortest clips in the movie. But, like, we had to pause it because we were laughing so hard. It really got me going, very simple setup. Poopies on a stepladder with a sledgehammer. <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> Poopies on a step on like the top of a stepladder with a sledgehammer. He looks at the camera and he says, I'll show me. And then with the sledgehammer knocks the stepladder out from under him. <laughs> and I mean, I didn't get I like didn't understand what he said at first. But then RJ repeated it, you know, laughing at after he fell. And then I just, I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. It's just so <laughs> stupid. It was so stupid. <laughs> Completely unexpected. I think that should have been in the in the movie. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was a good little, I mean. Because it's it so was like, sure, you yeah. literally, it wouldn't have changed anything. Right, right. It was, and it really reminded me of the kind of stuff that was in the original series, too. Yeah, and, just really simple, stupid setups. Right, really quick things. It was kind of. Honestly, it kind of reminded me of something uh, Ryan Dunn and, and like Bam Margera would have done. Oh, you're kind of right. like this they simple, love doing stupid yeah. stuff to themselves. Yeah, may they both rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. Now this was a good one. The next scene, uh, and I've seen people talking about this as the most disgusting scene of the movie, and I think I'd have to agree with them. Zach Shashimi is what they called it. They wrapped the big, fat, morbidly obese Zach. Uh, they, <laughs> <laughs> they they tucked uh, sashimi raw sushi under all of his fat folds, and then wrapped him up in plastic and made him sweat. And then indiv- like each one. Each member of the crew ate one piece of the sashimi out of his sweaty fat. Which, interestingly, 
starting with Rachel, the girl, she like dug the one out of his belly button and ate it right away. Yeah, she didn't have a problem with it. it. This was gross. Don't get me wrong. This was gross. But to me, this was like a direct comparison to in the old series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when Preston was wrapped in, in plastic wrap and they drained the sweat out. And then drank it. And then drank it. That's that way worse. That is disgusting. That is fucking disgusting. Ew. And this was just kind of like, to me, I was like, okay, well, if you just don't think about why it's warm or why it's wet, it's still sushi. You know what I mean? Like, there's still, like, man. I bet that man has some sweaty, nasty, nasty, (laughs) rancid sweat. Yeah, I mean, he he did say he was over 400 pounds, so you're probably right. I don't even think that the main skit, though, is the grossest thing about it. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. It does get worse. You want to get into that? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Fucking so disgusting that they... I think they talked about this later in the movie. Yeah. Or was it right after the... But It was It was still in the same scene, but they had, like, joked about it happening. Yeah, they were joking that he was going to be finding these forever, and I think it was, what, like, two weeks later? Yeah, something like that. The man found sushi still in his fat folds. Yeah. Fucking yeah. ew. Like, how do you not, like... How do you have so many fat folds? I mean, I am fat and I don't, I can't fathom having so many folds in myself that I can't find a fucking piece of sushi that someone shoved in me. Like, have you not like soaked in the bathtub? Have you not like done anything that would have like loosened the folds enough for it to fall out or like smell yourself? Yeah. Yeah. What a disgusting man. It made me not like him. Yeah, it was disgusting. I mean, and you already had like a you already had a somewhat low opinion of the man after the first movie, so I mean, he did not do anything to improve in your opinion. No, he didn't. And honestly, I really think that there's something very mentally wrong with him. I think there might be because and this is a little bit of a tangent, but they did get into it kind of in the movie. Uh, they started talking about how they found all of the new people in the movie. You know, they found Rachel on Instagram, and they found Zach. He was he was an internet stunt performer. And before we watched the movie, I told you randomly, I came across a clip of uh, Tosh.0 where Zach was on uh, Tosh.0 as, a, as one of the profiles under the pseudonym Nutshot Zach because he had <laughs> done all these different, like, creative uh, and grotesque nutshot videos. So, I mean, it was interesting, though, to get that kind of, uh, in you know... In, you know, insight to him because it made it a little less random yes, that he I was agree. in the movie. You know, I'm like, okay, so he's been he's he's kind of known for this sort of thing. Um, definitely inspired by Jackass. I, I I think there's a main difference with with Zach though. That's not with the other crew. I I feel like all the other crew they do this stupid shit because they really like the attention. Yeah, I think they want to make everybody laugh and they like the attention. I think that that's secondary to him. I think he's doing this. To, to truly self-mutilate. I think he wants... To, I mean, he really does not care about his body. Yeah, that's that's evident. He fucking... Yeah. Like, even in the clip they showed of him before he was on Jackass, the man strapped firecrackers to mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. Like, that's a man who, like, wants to feel pain. That's a man that's, right. He's not happy with himself. He wants... He's like, I'm talking... I'm, like, not qualified no, to say I, I any agree of with this, you but that. I really think that they're, like... He has some mental health issues he should address. I mean, and he like, I mean, he's tattooed all over his body, like disgusting, nasty tattoos. tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. He does not value himself very much. You know, it doesn't seem. 
At least Preston Lacey. I feel like Preston Lacey, like, he might, like, you know, have, you know, he's fat, but he's not, like. He's fat like my dad. These Dennis, he's deceased. He's, <laughs> he, he's, in this most recent movie, now, notwithstanding all of the other movies, but in no, this no. movie, he actually looked really good, you know, and I mean, looked he looked really the good smallest that he's ever looked. Yeah. And I think in that movie, in this movie specifically, he really reminded me of the body type my dad has, which is more, it's definitely fat. But it's it's not as loose as it used to be, you know. Yes, what I mean? He yes, seems I like it's a lot more like it's it's he's fat, but I mean, it's condensed. He's, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. It's not like Zach where he's just blooming out wherever yeah. fat can be stored on a body. Yeah, it's like Angry Grandpa, one big pregnant big old belly. Gut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was a tumor. Rest in peace. but then they give us what is definitely a better bad grandpa sketch uh again it's another setup where rachel is now posing as as irving's granddaughter and she is hiring a caretaker and she tells the caretaker not to let him smoke and then she goes inside you know to do whatever she's gonna do now, Irving says, go get me some coffee around the corner. She goes and gets the coffee. When she comes back, <laughs> he's going, help, help. <laughs> Completely nonchalant. Help, help. And he's teleported on top of the bus stop <laughs> in his wheelchair. I truly think that this was the funniest part of the movie. Yeah. I think this was the funniest skit they did. Yeah. It really kind of reminded me of the Carbonaro effect. <laughs> like the kind of like... I've never seen it. Yeah, kind of like magic pranks. And he ends up, while he's up there, you know, she's like, how did you, you know, she's like freaking out, trying to call, you know, for help. And then he lights a cigarette and catches himself on fire. And then you know, falls off of the bus stop. <laughs> yeah. But while, she, while he's up there on fire, she like takes her fucking cup out. And I thought this was so funny. So she has this whole like hydro flask of water. Instead of throwing the whole thing up there and allowing him to, like, dump it on his arm, <laughs> she takes the cap off and all the way down on the ground tries to, like, splash water. It doesn't even get anywhere near right, the like, fire. Touchy. <laughs> it's so funny. And then, of course, he falls off and, you know, the skit ends. But it was, you know, it was short. It was sweet. And it was really funny. And I would have definitely liked to seen it in the original movie because we agree. only got one clip of him in the other movie. Yep. I mean, that one was funny, too, where they, like, launch him into the ceiling. Yeah, it, but it wasn't enough, you know? It was funny, no, it but wasn't. I feel like you need to, and I, I was glad that this one gave us two, you know, at least it felt like we got enough Bad Grandpa, you know? I feel like I, I, agree. See, I saw what, and with all three things that they did combined, I think they did enough with him. Because <laughs> they, they weren't doing that much with him. <laughs> I agree. Next was definitely a really good scene in the movie. Uh, we've got the blindfold obstacle race where they show yeah. this quick straightaway it's completely empty, and then they put the blindfolds on the racers and fill it with obstacles, all kinds of stuff, uh, cones, pools filled with marbles, you know, sand pits, a, a literal whole shed. <laughs> I mean, literally, uh, the shed that my goats lived in, like the exact same like kind of shed that my goats lived in, that they just like sat in the middle of this racetrack, uh-huh. and then they, you know, ran the race, and this was definitely a starring moment for Poopies, because he just completely ran unabashed oh, yeah. just with all might he, he really just, wanted to win that yeah he really wanted to win and just failed so boldly you know fell instantly tripped over almost everything 
and at one point, like, slammed his head. Like, he tripped over something, and as he's falling, slammed his head on a, a, a fucking those, desk. Like, yeah. And just like, still won the race. But, yeah, and after he's done, <laughs> you know, they're all laughing at it, looking back at the thing. And he takes his blindfold off, and he's, like, laughing. He's like, yeah, I fell and hit my head. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, because that stuff wasn't there before. <laughs> He's just like he's so fucking stupid. Like, yeah, that's the point, dude. Like, the the stuff wasn't. He's like, yeah, because because that stuff wasn't there before. <laughs> like, it was a, a genius thought. <laughs> no shit. Fucking hilarious. We get a quick it, with no explanation. A quick scene of four men rolling down a hill naked and two men skipping down a hill naked. I don't even remember And the that. only reason I wrote this down, they're like rolling, you know, they're like... Oh, yeah, 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 hill. yeah, I remember that. And I, there's like a couple cute boys, but it's uh, Poopies, Chris Pontius, Dave England, and someone else. And I remember the only reason I wrote it down is because I'm like, another instance where Johnny Knoxville just will not show off that penis. He will not... He refuses to show off that penis. And he doesn't have to, but I really wish he would. So there's there's really no pictures of Johnny Knoxville's penis out there? Not that I know of. I mean, I, ha- I guess I've never searched it, but it's like in every movie, he really every gets out single of showing the world. person has shown their penis like on film, you know? Not Johnny Knoxville. I don't know why he won't do it. I mean, and now I know we talked about it. Now it's like dirty and nasty because he broke it and has catheters and he, you know, yes, it doesn't yes. work. But why doesn't he get, why does he, everybody else has to show their penis. Why doesn't he have to show his penis? I don't get I mean, it. he is like the star of the show. I mean, they all like immensely respect him. So maybe they're just like, hey, Johnny doesn't want to show it. I, yeah, I guess. I think the only thing we can confirm, we just, I feel like until he, until he proves otherwise, we have to assume, you heard it here first, folks, Johnny Knoxville has a micro penis and that's why he won't I, show agreed. it on film. Agreed. Related to condoms, and you mentioned it earlier, Steve-O's condom uh, bit was actually, I thought this was one of the good moments of the film in terms of behind the scenes, because this was a, a, a stunt that didn't work, end up working out. Right, right, right. Um, and it also pointed, made you know, made fun of Steve-O and the fact that, you know, his condoms were, and all of his products are shitty. Mm-hmm. They were filling up condoms with raw sewage from Steve-O's uh, RV and attempting to do the condom challenge where you drop it a filled with water over your head and it makes a bubble and all that shit. It, obviously, it didn't work. You know, yeah. they they kept filling it up and uh, people were puking and Steve-O was getting pissed off and it kept hitting the rough grass underneath and popping and, you know, they were... It didn't end up working, but I really enjoyed that they included it because I liked seeing all of this. Especially liked seeing Steve-O get more and more angry every time they would like get closer to filming it and then it wouldn't work again like they would have it and then they would drop it wrong and he'd be like oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah, i just loved I seeing mean, him get angrier yeah and i mean playing around with the fucking sewage all day long sounds horrible mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i just love they would like literally they're just like he's over there filling it up with sewage and they're just cutting to like people standing on the sides just going puking right <laughs> It would have been a good bit. It really would have been. Yeah. It probably would have made the real movie if it worked, too, because, I mean, those... I haven't watched, like, many of those condom challenge videos, but, I mean, they look funny. And then to think... I remember, like, Angry Grandpa did one when it was trending, but to think of Steve-O doing it with sewage, yeah, it would have turned out really well. Probably made it in the real movie, but it did not. But I'm glad they still showed it to us. 
Right. And then the last, one of the last big things was they showed us a lot of the behind the scenes of the intro of the original movie. So again, it's like another thing that's like a direct companion to the original movie. They showed us how they conceptualized some of the stunts that happened in the, in the original intro and how it grew over the, over the production cycle. Some of the interesting things that we talked about were that in the intro, in the movie, they show Steve-O right away doing the porta potty thing, which is the finale of the other movie. And they show him like, you know, again, flung, flinging in the shit they revealed in this movie, they showed us how they filmed it. it. He was like in an apparatus that was just turning the the porta pot. Still just as gross, but just a little interesting to see mm-hmm. how they actually filmed it. Because I mean, yeah, we just it was interesting. I mean, it really looked a lot like the the one they did in four. Yeah, I mean, exactly. sorry, three. Right, and so I mean, it was it was really just like I mean, when you see it, you just assume that they did it again. You know, they, they yeah, just yeah. launched him. And so it was interesting to see that it was a lot, it seemed a lot safer that way to just like, turn it right here yeah, on the ground. Also, I thought it was interesting that, you know, for the, for the puppetry and all of the stuff, the special effects, the miniatures, the blah, 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 all of it, they got like top of their craft folks. You know, they started listing out all of like, they were like the puppeteers who did this were literally controlling the puppet of Steve, or not Steve, Chris Pontius's, like, penis, though, you know, that was playing God's, they were literally, like, they cut to these, like, professional puppeteers. Oh, yeah, the guy was involved in something big. I, yeah. Oh, my God, I, for, I forget what it was. <laughs> and now they cut to him, and he's holding these strings that are attached to all these different parts of Chris Pontius's penis. It was fucking ridiculous. You could really tell, though, that, I mean, it was, like we talked about, you could really tell, though, that it was a it was a labor of love. Dave England almost got his penis cut off. Yep. That was interesting to see. Uh, they did a bit where they're up on scaffolding, and each person has a brick yeah. tied to their penis. Dave's slips off and catches on the head of his penis. Oh, because he only has one ball. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He only, which I didn't know, so it was interesting to learn that. I didn't know he only had one testy. And it slips off and pinches around his penis and clamps, and he says, cinch down completely, you know what I mean? And he's like, I came this close to cutting off my penis. That would be insane. I mean, at least, Johnny's has to at least work more than Dave's if it got cut off. I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think he said something along the lines of, like, I think I came the closest anybody can come to cutting off their penis. Yeah. And, I mean, they, he showed it, too. It was bruised and, like, yeah, bleeding. Yeah, it was bad. And, oh, yeah. Painful, painful, painful. Glad to see he didn't lose it. And then the last big se- sequence was they did a skydive prank on Scar- on Dark Shark. You know, again, he's the he's kind of the, the star of the movie in a, in a little way. And, you know, he's afraid of flying. He doesn't fly. He's afraid of everything. He's scared. And they're going to prank him into thinking that the plane is crashing, essentially. But they just, essentially, it's a skydiving thing. So I mean, ultimately, how how it was funny though. His reaction was crazy. He's he's a he's a funny guy. Yeah, that, I was really scared for Dark Shark during that. Yeah, I just I remember being like, oh shit, he's gonna he's gonna lose it. Uh huh. Was that the last bit though? Was that the last one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember another one that I thought I don't know I don't even know exactly what I thought of it, but where they had that bird eat shit out of Steve's oh, yeah. butthole. Yeah. And then they had to eat it off of his balls. Mm-hmm. I just hate Steve. I think I don't know. I just don't <laughs> like him anymore. I'm just like, yeah. ew. Like, yeah. They were like shoving fish up his ass to like get the <laughs> to get the bird to eat the feet the fish out of his ass. Yeah. And then tying it around his balls and like it was it was making me cringe. I mean, thinking that I actually think that that bird scene 
was better than the bird scene that made it into the movie with the vulture doing the exact same thing to Wee Man. I think oh, they yeah, 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 they did out. do that, didn't they? Yeah, I think this one, even though it was a different bird, I think this one was actually better than that. I don't know, because, I mean, in the I, other I movie... I don't know if I agree of, with that. Controversial opinion, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing I will say, no feces in the movie. So the one yeah. thing that the jackass boys have officially grown out of, it's feces. Well, I, I can't say that. I mean, there was the sewage. Sewage. There was feces. the sewage. There was also mentionings of poopies not wiping his butt good enough. That's true, but not as much, not as, not, you know, not as much as I would like. Not as much as I would like in, <laughs> in the way of feces. They went more the penis route than the yeah. poop route. Yeah, they, they went nuts on the penis route. I mean, there was a lot of penis stuff. And yeah. another that's another thing. They showed us more of the footage of them playing ping pong with their penises in plexiglass. But again, we saw their penises in plexiglass yeah, in the we, movie. So, I mean, it's like still not a lot of, it's not that much new footage, to be honest. Not really, no. So what would you rate this movie? Because, I mean, I think it's clear it's not a five-star movie. It's not. I, if In all honesty, I would probably give it a two and a half, but I'm thinking Whoa. I'm going to give it a three. Wow. Low rating. Low Maybe rating. three and a half. I think three and a half is probably more fair. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, it's, I think it might be the first Jackass movie to not get a five. I, yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. You know, at one point I was considering giving it a 4.5 just, to, you know, because it's cute. But... I don't think it's earned that. And now, at this point in my life, 4.5 is my most exclusive rating. So I'm not just going to give it out (laughs) willy-nilly. I think I'm just going to give it a flat-out 3. Okay. I think that's probably what it deserves. Interesting, though, that it's 3.7 is its most popular. Yeah. I mean, is its its average, and 4 is the most popular. Cooper Nasal gave it a 4-star rating. I'm seeing that, yep. Well, Jackass 4.5, a little bit disappointing, but, you know, I'm glad we have it. Agreed. I guess. You know, I'd rather have it than not have it. Well, folks, you know, we're not yet ready to wrap up. We're almost there, but you might be Uh asking, what could possibly be coming next? Well, folks, next week is our 150th episode, which is a huge milestone. I mean, considering that these episodes come out every week, that, that represents literally... 150 weeks that we've made this show so just to say we're having a little celebration you know the characters hinted at it a little bit earlier we're having a big brother motif competition next week it's going to be canon we got some exciting characters appearing the stipulation was though you know because i obviously i could have gone and especially since it's big brother you know all these people are big brother virgins you know some of them have played survivor but none of them have played big brother I could have gone all the way back and chose some season one, two, three, four favorites, but I really wanted to give us each an even chance to win here. So because of the season I chose, we had 12 contestants, so we each got six. Originally, I had cast Shelly Ann, but she's in a coma. She is in a coma. As the as the season progressed, I'm like, I want to make sure this is people who actually could be there. These are people who, they are alive, they're around to participate, and they could receive the call. And that's who's going to be appearing next week in tomorrow in uh, in our competition. So let me start sharing my screen here because okay, I have assembled a PowerPoint of uh, our Big Brother Motif cast reveal. So if you're interested, check us out on YouTube, link down in the description here on Spotify, to see some updated character photos 
as well because we have some new photos of old favorites and new photos of new favorites. So without further ado, the cast reveal of Big Brother Motafe in uh, alphabetical order. First up, Bertram on a steak. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Bertram on a steak uh, with his new... Uh, his, <laughs> <laughs> His new uh, uh, character drawing. Uh, sir, now, of course, uh, we've got some stats on the side here. Uh, Bertram, uh, of course, was a competitor in our uh, second Survivor competition, Survivor Mote Redemption Island, where he came in third. He was a finalist, but he did not receive a single vote. Um, so that'll be interesting to see if he can reverse the tide here. And, of course, he is portrayed by R.J. Quillen. Uh, now, so he, obviously, I've played Bertram a few times, but he's definitely your character, so he is one of your six. Uh-huh. Next up, Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, shit. Beverly Hillbillies is going to be one of only two competitors uh, <laughs> who has competed in all three Motaf reality competitions um, because she competed in our inaugural competition, Survivor Motaf Isle, where she placed fourth, and Survivor Motaf Redemption Island, where she was the first juror, did a lot worse, uh, and placed 12th. Yes. Of course, she is uh, portrayed by R.J. Quillen. Next up, Big Red. Oh, I love uh, the animation. <laughs> with his new... Uh, or the drawing. A new uh, depiction. Uh, this, of course, is his first uh, reality competition appearance. Uh, so we will see uh, how he does. Um, and he is my first character on the board. So Big Red, there he is. He's fully erect in this picture. I mean, you can see the <laughs> yeah. skin like peeling down. Mm-hmm. And you can see his veins. You can see some of his veins. Uh, I see his, his veins. <laughs> Next up, Brandon. <laughs> that looks just like what I imagined. <laughs> How the fuck did you make I uh I googled retarded goat. It's <laughs> uh, perfect. Yeah. Uh so Brandon, this is his first uh Motaf reality competition appearance as well. <laughs> Uh, and he is, of course, portrayed by RJ. So another, <laughs> and another new image, of course, too. Uh, another new depiction here. Next up, we have Clark County. Now you may be saying, "Well, what?" Because I've only listed Clark County as a per, as a contestant on Survivor Motaf Isle, where he placed in third uh, and actually received two votes to win. Now you could say. Uh, you know, well, he obviously competed as Artie DeCaplany in in both of those Survivor uh, scenarios, but technically Clark and Artie are two different people, even though they're the same person since they competed in the same yeah. season. They're two, you know, they have to be two different people because they both competed in Survivor Motay File. So uh, Clark County will make his second <laughs> reality appearance here. Uh, and of course, he is portrayed by me, Doctor Xavier. That's a good representation. Yes, this uh, I obtained this photo by searching <laughs> "gay doctor," <laughs> I mean, like, uh, and apparently, this this doctor is a TikToker. So more power to him. Uh, and again, for him, you yeah. know, Doctor Xavier is a relatively new character, so he this will be his first 
uh, reality appearance. I'm seeing it now, like, well, actually, I'm going to do this alliance, and uh... <laughs> yeah, right. It's he's going to be so there. He has no chance because he's so obnoxious. You know, honestly, he's probably going to be removed from the game for a, <laughs> for like assaulting somebody, <laughs> like fingering their ass. <laughs> Next up, the Magic Man. You know. He he was an uh, he made an appearance in Survivor Motaf Isle did not do well at all uh, went out sixteenth Beverly yeah one of the worst ways one of the worst places his updated uh, thing here though last time he did not have chest hair so I thought he looked a little <laughs> better I thought he looked a little better with some chest hair I see it uh, yeah you know sure. I feel like he's got to have that chest hair but uh, there is another one of my characters <laughs> Nancy <laughs> Sachs now. <laughs> Now this is uh, this is a literally a composited photo of Nancy Sachs that originally I did a completely Nancy Sachs I just completely <laughs> drew Nancy Sachs and then I remembered that she's a goat <laughs> so I had I literally googled a photo of a goat put it over top of her face matched it to where her eyes were and then drew the head around it. So this is literally <laughs> It looks so fucked. A, a hybrid of Nancy Sachs as a goat. Uh, honestly one of my favorite things I've ever created. <laughs> That's so gross. Uh, <laughs> I love it though. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see Nancy uh, I see the outline of her hair in the exact picture you use. <laughs> Goatified. Yeah. yeah, it's literally. I mean, it looks just like her, though. I mean, that's it. A, really does. Yeah, it's it's scary. I mean, you know, I think it's a great depiction of the character. Um, and again, she's re- she's really new. Uh, so she, this is definitely her first appearance, and uh, she is portrayed by R.J. Quillen, of course. We have Sister Carissa with her finally completed photo. The last photo was just a little undone i was hastily doing it so now she just she's finally finished but she placed 13th in survivor mote files she was the first juror then and uh she's portrayed by me now originally thumbelina was also going to be in the cast but i just thought that was boring but he'll be there obviously because he's attached to sister carissa (laughs) next up we have sister marble oh hell yeah she's so cute there's no way we could do this without Sister Marble. So, uh, you know, sixth place uh, on Survivor Mote file. We'll see if she can do better this time. Uh, she is, of course, portrayed by me. <laughs> Sister No, uh, again, she competed as Brenda DeCaplany, but two separate people. So Sister No competed and won uh, 11th place uh, in Survivor Mote file. Obviously, she's portrayed by R.J. Quillen. It'll be interesting to see how she does now that there's a, like a little bit more of a, an alliance, but we did hear she was not planning to work with Big Red, so we'll see if she sticks to that. Uh-huh. And then last, we have Tristan Pinpoint Deal. Can't do it without him. He is the second of two uh, uh, people who have compete, who will have competed in all three. Uh, he has placed 12th and 7th, respectively. However, that's our 12th contestant. However, uh, because we are modeling it after Big Brother Over the Top, uh, which was a CBS all-access exclusive uh, series, there were a few things that were different. And one of those things was that America uh, could vote for two potential returning house guests. Now, obviously, we don't have two people who have competed on Big Brother before, but we do have two previous winners of Survivor. So, America will have the choice in the very first episode to choose between 
expect the unexpected, Julie Chen Moonves. Dairy <laughs> DG guy, you know, the sole survivor <laughs> who claimed eight votes to win in Survivor Motif Redemption Island, uh, which would add another uh, character to RJ's balance. Or America will have the chance to vote the only person who would break the uh, break the rule, but he is omnipotent. The honorable and omnipotent Sean Gee, who was the sole survivor of Survivor Motif Isle. Yep. Uh, now, of course, he is portrayed interchangeably by both of us, so it would be interesting <laughs> if he if he made the cast. It would be really interesting if Sean Gee came and won it. If like it America voted for yeah, him, and he came be. to win it. So of course we will see. We will figure that out next Sunday when we uh, simulate Survivor. Or fuck, I'm so used to saying Survivor. When we simulate Big Brother Motif, Big Brother Motif. Yeah, fuck. I'm like can't remember what it is. Uh, what the hell the title is? But I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think that's going to be me fun. too. A lot to look forward to. And uh, so without further ado, folks, tune in next week. We've got a big 150th episode, and we're going to add another reality competition winner to our uh, to our <laughs> to our Wikipedia page. <laughs> hell yeah! Until then, folks, stay out. You people don't do anything.